and we're on. We're on? Yeah. Thanks for coming. This What's is, up? Hell yeah. This is the Ahead of the Count podcast, episode four. We got Matt Bloom and Jake Blachura of the Breed Band. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Kind of uh, introduce you guys. Introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Jake Blachura. Uh, I've known Mitchell for a long time. First friend in Orlando. Kindergarten. No shit. A long time yeah. ago. Did you know that? No. Fun fact. Wow, small world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His mom taught me in fifth grade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Shout out Miss Munoz. Shout out Miss Munoz. <laughs> Shout out Miss Stockwell. <laughs> yeah, and what um, uh, instrument do you play? I play bass in the band. Bass. Uh, I'm Matt Matt Bloom. Uh, I play lead guitar and uh, and breed. Known Mitchell for a while as well. Um, Shout Not out kindergarten uh, though. Oh, what was our marine biology teacher's Mr. George. Mr. George. Shout out, Mr. George. Mm-hmm. Hope you're doing all right. Uh, but yeah, no, we, we're in a breed rock metal band from uh, Orlando, Florida. You know, trying to make it big. <laughs> New EP out, 27. Check it out. Yeah, so these guys, um, long-time friends with them. Uh, really, really entertaining guys. Up-and-coming rock stars, I'd say. You know, I, yeah. I see them being really, really big. Um they just dropped their first EP, uh, called Twenty Seven. Go check it out. iTunes, iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, Pandora, Shazam, whatever the fuck you use. iTunes and Apple Music, are everything. The same thing. Hell yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> you can you can buy one of them and then you can stream the other. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Make us money. Look, <laughs> just download it and listen to just it listen to and it. enjoy it. Music and all speaks that for stuff. itself, man. If you work out, play it. If you go to sleep, turn the volume down, play it. <laughs> Well, get us streams. Well, first off, you're not going to be able to go to sleep if you listen to this. That is true. You're going to want to kind of run through a wall. Um, <laughs> and that's a good thing, too. You know, I'm, Personally, like I'm not like a big mosher, but like I did want to mosh when I was listening to Absolutely. it for the first time. You would if you came and saw us. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> it, it's a really, really good EP. Yeah. EP? What's yeah, the difference EP. between an EP and an album? Oh, well... Pretty much an EP is like like four to five songs, usually just a general kind of like a demo of, you know, the album, like a lot of bands will release an EP and then they'll put those four songs on the album. But an album's like usually like 12 songs. It's pretty much that's pretty much the only difference. It's like four songs on an EP, like anywhere from like 10 to 12 on an album. But EP, LP. Yeah. EPs are just, you know, they're a good introduction to the band. Like, you know, these are like those four songs that we think are really strong. This is what we're going to put out, and then, you know, you promote it, and then eventually, hopefully, you release the album if people dig it. But um, that's what we're doing right now. I, I mean, we released the EP, what, two weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Two. Yeah, so it hasn't been out that long, but now we're just working on writing the next songs for the album. We're going to put two of the songs from the EP on Non-stop the album. Nonstop and Middleman. Those yeah. are some great songs. Nonstop Misery and Middleman are going on the album, but and then we'll do eight, probably like eight, eight to nine more songs. And then release the album, probably a couple singles before, but um, but yeah. How uh how long was the how long was the process of making the EP? Um, the writing process, like or the recording process, the whole thing. If it was the whole thing, it probably took us a year for our first EP. Mm-hmm. Probably, or maybe honestly, a little longer. Probably a year and a half. I mean, we've been together for two years, and like what, like. Like a week or some shit like that. Two years and some change. No, like in a week, I think it'll be like two. Oh years. yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. It, it has not been. Yeah, I mean, long, but 
we, since we, day one. We we were sitting on the songs for a while. We had we had the four songs, or we had three songs written. We had titillated nonstop misery. I wrote um, before I was even in breed. I wrote that song um, when I was like seventeen, I think, um, and then I brought it in when we had breed. So that was I think the first song that we yeah made. And then middleman took us a good like year. That, 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 that's like our long song, was, the last song on the record. Um, that took us a while, but um, the hardest thing is getting into the studio, honestly. I mean, we, we had the music for a while, um, but just finding the right producer, finding the right studio to get into to like bring your full potential out um, can be tough. So it, it took us technically two years to yeah, um, to like officially release it, but I mean, we, we had the songs done pretty quick, and we were just working on them, making sure every part is perfect, um, you know, just you know, perfecting the whole thing. Middleman took us like, honestly, a year and a half to write. Like we yeah. wrote it originally. It was like a four-minute song, and it was like the basis of the song it is now. And every like couple months, we'd be like, "All right, what if we, what if we, what if we throw in this riff? <laughs> what yeah. if we put it right here?" Yeah, and it was it was like the second song we wrote, but also the last song we wrote <laughs> like yeah, at no, the we same just, time. It was constantly just like. Like it was like you said, it's supposed to be like a four minute song. Ended up being a seven minute song. Like we'd come in, we'd be like, "All right, yo, check out this riff. This should go here." Because we just wanted to keep it interesting, keep the dynamics, and like just, um, you know, just like just add. We just wouldn't stop adding to it. Like, no, it gets boring here. Let's throw in this random riff that no one's expecting. Um, so that's kind of like our, not our masterpiece, but like you know, it's, it's the song that I think we're probably most proud of. Just from a, and it was a collective like. It was it was it was a collective song. Like some songs, completely equal parts. Yeah, the writing exactly. Like some songs, um, I'll write most of it, and then I'll bring it into the band. But like Middleman was a completely just the four of us working together. You know, Tito, our drummer, would bring in parts. I'd bring in a part. Jake would bring in a part. Um, so it, it it was it was really probably like the song we're most proud of. It definitely shows the four of our. Um, Mine was coming together, I guess, if you will. I see like just giant crowds of people just like headbanging and everything like that. And it, dude, it, it is so good. It is really, really, really good. Thank you, bro. I appreciate and, that. Bro. No, I, I genuinely like it. Like, it, it's so good. And I, like, I'll tell everybody right now to download it because it is really, really good. Thank you, man. Thank you. It's not something anyone would kind of expect. Yeah. Especially like you went, to, you went to high school with us, and we talked about it. We told everybody <laughs> yeah, we were in a band, you know, but I mean, I, for, for us, the big thing is just reaching all audiences because, you know, there's a lot of like when when you hear the word heavy metal or like hard rock or whatever, you know, it can definitely be towards a specific audience and like only really heavy metal fans are going to listen to it. But like we try and we try and keep it diverse to where, you know, somebody who listens to nothing but country or nothing but rap or nothing but fucking R&B can like listen to it and at least appreciate it you know um and it's not whoa 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 whoa, whoa fucking death metal the entire time you know it's definitely more um classically you know influenced just like metallica alice in chains you know guns and roses um led zeppelin like it's like thrash meets hair metal yeah yeah you know it's it, you know we it's just like we like catchy songs we like songs that anybody can listen to no matter your age race you know anything it's just anyone can listen to you know your songs because there's a lot of metal bands out there that are just doing metalcore screaming vocals you know and that's definitely for an audience and that's cool as fuck we love all that too but like you know we definitely we're trying to reach everyone you know and I, I think that's the key to success is having all kinds of fans from all different walks of life um and i, I definitely think our ep 
you know, there's something for everyone on it. You know, there's songs that are a little more quote unquote radio friendly. There's songs that are a little heavier, like 27, 27 straight is, thrash metal. Um, like, we also try to be kind of obscure with our stuff too. Like there's some stuff that you just would not expect. Mm-hmm. Just like got thrown into your face, like the end of titillated. Mm-hmm. Like no one would expect that all of 27. Like if you listen to every song and then you listen to 27, you're just like, yeah, and oh, it's shit. it's like, definitely that a came from them. <laughs> it's definitely yeah, a planned. <laughs> it's definitely a planned out thing too. Like like we'll go into a um, a song and we'll be like, we want it to be this style. Like we just wrote a song that we're gonna put on the album that, I mean, but my biggest influencer are ACDC, Guns N' Roses. So it's like a little more that style. It's not necessarily super heavy. It's more just like a classic rock tune. Um, and we went into it of like, okay, this is gonna be. A classic rock song and then the next song we'll write will be like alright this is gonna be heavy as fuck or and this is gonna be a ballad or Tito's we'll... song like, yeah we also have this like our drummer wrote this song the other day and just came in and it's like old like 60s like blues yeah it's like, just this like with like metal but like it, like it's, it's like weird it's like acoustic all, all acoustic yeah. shit it's, it's, it's cool though strange but it's like everything's yeah. gotta be different like we don't wanna make the we don't wanna make the same song twice yeah you know? like a lot of bands and a lot of like, especially like other genres, they 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 seem to like you listen to them and you're like, okay, this sounds like this song, like and this sounds like this song, like that's definitely the gold to to not do that. Like, yeah, yeah, and we're just trying to keep it diverse. We got influences coming out the ass, so it's like everywhere out of all yeah. angles. So so and, and we don't want to release a bad song. We don't want album fillers. You know, we don't want to be like ah, that song's alright, throw it on the album. You know, we're definitely yeah. trying to. Keep it diverse, keep it interesting, and just have a little something for everyone. You know, something for the really heavy fans, something for the Zeppelin fans. You know, just try and try and keep it interesting, and it it, it keeps us happy. It keeps us keeps our creative juices the flowing. Album's gonna be some shit. Yeah, the album's gonna be yeah. some shit. It'll it'll be a process. So like time frame wise, out, where are you guys then, looking then, with you know. the album? How 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 long do you think it will take Definitely to make be, that album? I mean, earliest I'd say end of the year, but mo- like realistically, probably this time next year. Yeah, yeah. We're, I mean, an album in particular is way different. Like the way we recorded the EP was a little not a little not rushed, not rushed. Almost. I mean, a little rushed, but it was just like, you know, um, I don't know. When we're writing the album, it's just a lot more of a process. So we'll st- probably go into the studio relatively soon um and probably within the next five or six months and then try and have it out by either like december 2021 to like march 2022 is i mean it's hard to come up with an actual time frame but um we're and you know we're gonna try and release some singles like probably like uh two singles um you know before we release the album to keep people interested and to keep people excited for the album um because you don't want to release four songs take a year-long break because people are just gonna be like, oh well, they're not doing shit. So probably yes, release a show February twenty second or sixth. February twenty sixth. Yeah. But um, Haven Haven Lounge, Lounge was sixty seven hundred Aloma. Sixty sixty or twenty seven hundred Aloma. Fuck, I don't know. Just I look up Haven Lounge. Haven <laughs> Lounge. Yeah, well, I'll I'll shout you guys out before yeah, it happens. For sure. for sure. Even if I'm in Tallahassee or anything yeah, like that, hell I'll yeah. repost it and everything. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast and you want to meet Mitchell Starbuck. Yeah, he'll be there. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess I do got to make it down there now. That, yeah, you got sure. no choice at this point. <laughs> yeah, no. Um. So, kind of going back to the EP, how how's it doing numbers wise? Is it is it doing pretty well? Is pretty it doing good. better than you expected? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we we hyped it up a lot. You know, I mean, yeah. we've been telling people about this shit for two years, so it was definitely anticipated. But I mean, when when we released it, it was just promote, promote, promote. So the numbers were pretty good. I think we came out like. 
five hundred something streams on um, nonstop misery. Um, like four fifty. Four fifty on latest. It's you know, um, it, the, the 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 numbers were pretty good. I I was honestly really really uh, happy with them and. Um, it reached a lot of people because, I mean, we got a lot of friends that, you know, people tell people. So you, you, you tell one person, that person tells two people, um, next person tells three people. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're definitely happy with the numbers. Um, you know, we want to keep it growing and, you know, keep promoting it and, you know, doing stuff like this. Like, you know, interviews and stuff is a good way to get through to people. But we're definitely happy with the numbers coming out of the gate. Um, it definitely gave us a lot of confidence and a lot of like, oh, shit, people are actually liking what we're putting out. And you know, you, you can like your songs a lot, but it's it's completely different when somebody else likes your songs, you know, and, you know, getting that um, response from people of like, okay, this is good. Like, we're on a good track. Let's keep doing this. Um, so, yeah, no, the numbers were good. The numbers were strong for a band that was releasing their first EP. It was kind of surpri- surprising, too, because we have, like, I mean, age group. We have a lot of friends that listen to rap, only rap. They don't listen to any kind of metal and there's the there's the whole oh that's my boy you know that's playing on stage but like also the fact that these kids that do not listen to anything kind of metal at all like like our songs mm-hmm. they know the words they sing the guitar solos like they actually fuck with it and they don't listen to that kind of music which is kind of and there is the boy aspect but there's a lot of people that are like that and it's kind of just crazy because you you see how people are actually like oh okay like okay, this is not this is it's not some shit. this is not some. I mean, most people when they hear heavy, like Matt was saying earlier, when they hear like heavy metal hardcore, they just go to the like, yeah screaming yeah. category. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I it's definitely you know, people have been surprised. You know, I mean like like I was saying earlier, like like we said about you know anyone who listens to any music, I think can can get down to this. Um, and you know that like that, that that's definitely been super cool. Um, and I mean, I've I've had people I haven't talked to in fucking five, six years hit me up like, dude, I'm not big into rock, but like, um, you know, respect, bro, like respect. Like, I, I think anybody can appreciate good music. You know, you hear good music, you can at least appreciate it. And I, I think we definitely stand by these songs and we've gotten a, good, a really good response from all, all, all walks of life. So it's, it's been it's been really cool. I was talking to, I was talking to one of our buddies who's in band called Subject. Follow them; they're fucking tight. Um, Subject. And I, I was, I was talking to their, uh, to their, their rhythm player. I mean, we were just talking about how rock, um, rock in general is kind of not taking a backseat, but it's like it's just not as prevalent. There's not as many young dudes doing it, um, and it's not as you know it's mainstream. Not a club scene yeah, it's not, not, it's not as mainstream. I think what we're trying to bring back is. Like, the danger of being a rock and roll band. Like, when you think of Guns N' Roses, Motley Crue, it's like, those dudes were a gang. Those dudes were dangerous. Like, you don't fuck with them. And, like, it's not just about, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll. It's just the way you carry yourself. You know, we're definitely trying to bring back sort of that edge and that, like, aggression and, like, we'll fuck you up kind of thing because we're a fucking metal band. And, you know, I think that, I think that's kind of what, what's missing a little bit of rock is the danger because, dude, back in the 80s, 90s, you didn't fuck with the rock band. Not anyone, no, 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 no. And, 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 I mean, it's not like we're fucking like going ape shit or anything, but you know, just trying to bring back that whole attitude, man. Like, yeah. rock is a life; it's an attitude. It's like, you know, this is who I am, and fuck you if, if you don't agree. And I, I think that got lost in translation a little bit over the last, you know, few years. But um, so we're trying to bring that that back, that cool rock star vibe yeah, kind of like, thing. It's like you, you kind of meet us, you kind of see us. Like if you met us like right now, like it's not like you're not gonna have that thought in the back of your head, like. 
okay, just this guy playing a band. Like, yeah. that's like, like, you go for the look, you know, you look at Jay, you're like, okay, it's, it's that guy. Well, we, we get it all the time. Dude. We were walking to 7-Eleven the other day, some homeless dude was like, y'all fucking jam? Y'all in a band? Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's probably the air, but. Yeah, yeah no. So, <laughs> for the listeners that, like, have no idea who these people are, and, you know, maybe, maybe you came to listen to some, like, baseball podcast. <laughs> this is completely different. So, these guys, I, I mean, Matt especially, you've been growing out your hair for how long? Fucking long time right since like seventh eighth grade so probably eight years i've never i've never seen this kid with short hair before and (laughs) i'm telling you the the second he told me he played guitar i knew that like he was gonna go the rock star route you know and he he looks like a rock star tell him about your tattoo uh i have a tattoo on my forearm it's the serial number of the first guitar i ever got um i got my first guitar when i was Oh, fuck. 12 years old, 11 years old. I've been playing for about eight and a half, nine years. Um, kind of a shitty $100 little acoustic guitar, but it's about a decade. I don't know. Fuck it. But, um, and I just, I mean, that guitar meant so much to me. It was like start of everything. Like once I got that thing, it was lock myself in my room eight to 12 hours a day and just play until you're as good as Slash or whatever. And uh, so I put hours on that guitar. And when I went to get my first tattoo, um, it was actually my, my uh, girlfriend um, suggested. She was like, why don't you get the serial number of your first guitar? Shout so out, Casey. I got that. I got a switchblade for 100 bucks and uh, a spade for 10 bucks from a, a crackhead in an apartment. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, you know, that's, that's, um, that's probably the only tattoo that I have with meaning. But Up-and-coming rock star for sure. Exactly, man. Yeah, that's, that's the whole goal. <laughs> no, it... it it's really cool to see you guys do this. And I mean, so I, I came from uh, Winnipeg Prep, which is a tiny little prep school, man, like K through 12, like a thousand students. And obviously DP, our graduating class had like, what, like 800? It was like a thousand. Something fucking yeah, ridiculous. Was so I was coming from this like crazy world into DP. I didn't know anybody. I didn't. And I was just this guitar player, dude. Like, um, and I've, I mean, I was listening to like old 80s shit. Like I was like, there's no other kids my age listening to fucking motley crew or tesla or rat or whatever and um and i was walking through the halls i saw i saw him wearing a tesla shirt they're they're an old old like deep cut 80s hairband i've seen them four times i took fitz to his first concert and it was yeah. Tesla. Too. yeah they're, they're fucking rad but i'm like dude there's no way this kid actually knows his band i saw him in the hallway so i'm like stopped him he didn't really he thought i was a dork or whatever but um but i didn't think you were a dork but i was into some different shit yeah i think that the way that we actually started like talking to each other or whatever was because it was either you or bentley wearing it like a tesla shirt and i was like no way my dad loves that band like that's his favorite band and you're like you know tesla and i was like yeah i mean you know obviously just from the perspective of like a general rock like fan not like deep into rock or anything like that but like i knew who they were i was familiar with them or whatever and that's just kind of how it like started but people together <laughs> i promise really? dude i thought i was the only fucker my age that knew who tesla was our first band formed at a tesla concert yeah dude yeah yeah primal fuck we, that was we met a singer and a, and a drummer yeah we <laughs> met him at the show the kid was wearing a van halen shirt i was like no dude, shoes he had van halen shoes and he had a shirt. With the, and yeah yeah i was talking to that that never took off that kid was a dork but no we never played not even one time 
<laughs> Sorry if you're listening to this. <laughs> oh, don't leave, bro. No, I'm, I'm going to have to edit that part out. <laughs> Just bleed. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. <laughs> if only I, I like, had that sound effect, you know. <laughs> but, but yeah, dude, I mean, you know, for me, it was just as soon because I, I was kind of like a jock kind of kid. I played lacrosse for six years, football. I, I was into all that. I mean, I still love sports, but like, like as the minute I, I picked up a guitar, I remember my mom got me a $25 iTunes gift card, right? And uh, for whatever reason, I was like, dude, I'm going to buy a bunch of Green Day songs. Like, I hadn't listened to them in a while. Um, I always liked rock. My parents, you know, always played rock and blues my whole life. So, like, I was always a rock fan. That was it, the only thing I ever listened to. Um, but I was never, like, super passionate about it for a while. Um, and uh, so my, my mom got me a... Uh, <laughs> I know a picture. <laughs> my mom got me a $25 iTunes gift card, right? And uh, bought a shit ton... What the fuck? You just, like, the wire my bad. Um, I got a, I got a like a shit ton of Green Day songs. We're going on a road trip, and I was listening to Green Day this whole time, the same fucking like five songs. And uh, I, I told my mom, I was like, Mom, when I get home, like, can I get a guitar? And uh, eventually that Christmas, I got a guitar. And then the minute, the, literally the second I learned my first chord, everything went out the window. I didn't play sports anymore. I quit all the teams. I was just like, come. I, I would stay up until like five a.m. playing guitar. Go to school. Sleep during school come home, lock myself in my room, play guitar until 5 a.m., go back to school, sleep through school, come home. So it was just grind. That's all I cared about. And literally just within a day, everything went out the window, and I just haven't stopped. Like, I've just been trying to get better and better, and um, it's, it's, the passion's just grown, dude. And then finally forming a band, like, you got no idea how fucking hard it is to find a band in this year, oh man. Like, to find dudes that not only you can chill with and that can be you know, your boys, like, that's half of being in a band is chilling, it's not even playing, like, you know, I, I played with a lot of different people, but it just never gelled, um, like, friendship-wise, because it's, it's a... the same people. Yeah, exactly. the same people. So, like, when I finally found Breed, um, I mean, me and him formed it, but when we, when I finally got that going, it was, like, just balls to the wall, like, this is it, I don't care about college, I don't care about anything else, I'm gonna be a fucking guitar like, player, and I'm not gonna be happy if, if that doesn't happen. Back to the back to the forming the forming of the band oh, yeah, you guys that's were together what, that, we went on a tangent there but yeah that's that was a we, long I, tangent yeah, yeah. but uh when we formed it I was doing a on a bounce house company hit me up uh bounce world USA on Instagram <laughs> wait wait say that say that a little bit louder so then people know like what uh, I own a bounce house company it's been four years now it started with my uh Cousin, when I was sixteen, just started uh, breed. Sixteen years old, started uh, a bounce house company. Did <laughs> it, it, it happen? <laughs> but so I was doing this job, and it was like this like car show at a police station. There's some bad memories at that place. We don't have to put that on the record. This day, I was there oh, uh, with uh, with my cousin, and this dude who was like running it, like the car show aspect of it or whatever, uh, comes up and he's like, "Yo, I need a bounce house for this." the show another car show fundraiser vets for vets um but it was in like two months and he was like do you know any live bands and i was like yeah yeah oh yeah i'm in a band like yeah <laughs> he was yeah, not in a band not in a band at all and so first thoughts in my mind were like i got two guitar players like let me just call fitz and matt and that's where the hard like getting a band is hard like fitz said no matt said yes so it's like oh shit now we're a four-piece. Yeah, like one range, dude. And then he stood still. And if you, like, 
if you've seen us at all, if you've seen us live, especially or any videos or anything, you know that we're Dude. not still. Like we're not a still. No, man. we go we're fucking all, apeshit. We are all over the fucking place. Like it's a show. Like you, you can't not move because we are. If you're not, that's weird. Well, I mean, <laughs> when, when we when we met Eric, it was like um, I met him. I met him online through a website called Find a Band. Like, <laughs> fucking simple as that. Like, <laughs> it was literally called Find a Band, and I I I, I put it awesome. I put an ad out like. Guitar player, we have a gig in fucking like one month. We need a singer. This dude hit me up. He, he was a nice guy, and he, you know, he he, he, he was liked, a really really good kid. Yeah, really he he kid. was a good, good guy, intentions. but he had never sang before, never been on stage. We, me, Tito, and Jake each have at least eight years plus at this point, like with our instruments. Um, and, and so, stage. and he had just started singing, like, and and he did what we needed to do. He went up and he played a two hour set and like Perfect. respect, but. The Props five for learning twenty songs. No, absolutely twenty songs. That's yeah, that's not easy, dude. In a month, and I mean, you know, it, it was just the vibe. I mean, he was he wanted to go a different route musically, um, and he he didn't gel with the band. Like we couldn't hang with like him. He, he smoked for the first time with us. <laughs> well, and it's not even just that. It's just like he he just wasn't he, he just wasn't like you know we just didn't get along that well, and and he wasn't that good. The like fire to be story frank, was pretty funny. Yeah, but I mean, like, like he just—I mean, he was good. He got the job done, but we had to move on. Like, right like we—we we had that one show, grinded for that show. Um, I remember learning songs with Tito in the car on the way to the show. Like we, I, I literally was, learned all of you. Uh, you really got me by Van Halen. <laughs> All of it on base in his truck outside of the show. We had like ten minutes before like our set, like we were just the set. dude. We were grinding, and and I mean we went up, we went up, we improvised a lot of it. But oh, Matt, play, Matt was playing like five minute ending <laughs> solos, just like off the top dude, of his curl head. jam like, alive. We were, I took a, I took like a seven minute solo. Right. Like we were no just one knows everyone's freaking yeah. out. We're like, why? Yeah, and, and it, it was it was a success, and like we we played well, but the singer it just. Was, this is an important aspect of the story. I'm so sorry. No, go ahead. It was at this place called Castle Church Brewing Community. And it is a... <laughs> this is an important part of the story. It was a brewery that was also a church. Weird so they, they have a brewery, and then the other half is their bar slash church. So on Sundays, you would go to church at the bar. And they sold like all these like exotic ass beers. It was like, church would, for alcoholics. Remember, I, would, I would go to I would go to like parties with this like silver bag of beer. Oh, that's yeah. where that came from, bro. There were these giant <laughs> juice God. boxes of fucking crazy beer, yeah. and they he just didn't cut it. Nice kid wasn't our vibe, but talented. Yeah, but he'll, he'll he'll still be doing something. Yeah, like yeah, he'll, think, he'll do something. It's not the same, but um. But me, Jake, and Tito were just like, well, we're not going to stop now. Like, let's keep this going. Let's try and find a real band. And um, about about f- four months go by, I put an ad out, I put an ad out on Craigslist, um, and uh, Jay hit us up, our, our, our current singer. Um, after auditioning and going through a bunch of bad people, I mean... Like uh, Gasoline Garcia. Dude, quit shouting these Sound. Dude, you think <laughs> that name's going somewhere? No, no, no. Right, so, so we gasoline we, Garcia. He was fuel for the crowd. He was fuel was, for the crowd. That's why he was gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> he was not, by the way. He was not fuel for the crowd. He was fucking horrendous. But um, but we we, we we auditioned a couple people, which was you know it was it was all right. Um, 
But we just, dude, the hardest, I kid you not, dude, anybody in a band you talk to will agree, the hardest member to find is a lead singer. And I remember <clears> we, <throat> uh, Jay uh, texted me. He texted me in, uh, off my Craigslist ad, and he's like, yo, I like a lot of your influences, Alice in Chains, Pantera, Metallica. Uh, and I was talking to him, I was like, I got an Instagram, checked out his Instagram. He was fucking rad, long hair, our age, um, good voice. And uh, we invited him over he's to... He's grandpa. He's, oh, he's... He's four years older than me and Jake, but um, he's, he's 24. Our drummer's 23. Um, no. 20, he, he's 24. Um, all right, but anyway, so so we bring him into audition. Um, I was talking to him about this last night. I can't even make this up. He got, he was nervous as fuck. Um, he's from Venezuela. He, um, you know, he's just, he's out there, man. Like, like, you wouldn't think he would fit in with us, but he's fucking awesome. And uh, he came to the audition. He told me that he took... Seven shots of tequila because he was really nervous and he had his buddy drive him to the audition. And I just remember, oh I remember getting into the audition room with him. We met him. We were shooting the shit or whatever. It's like, yeah, a pretty cool dude. And uh, we start the first song is Man, or Man in the Box by Alice in Chains. That's the first song we played with him. Um, and uh, I couldn't hear him because we didn't have a good PA this at the was, time. It was pre-money. Like, yeah. now we have, like, three PAs in the room. Yeah, we definitely upgraded. It was an amp that was, like... It was this tiny little like by like six, and we couldn't hear him. But the no. way, dude, it was just—I mean, it was, it was it was the ten watt little amp. I couldn't hear a word he was singing, but he was losing his fucking mind. He was came up with me, he was jamming with me, he was jumping up and down, fucking banging the wall, like throwing shit down, like wrecking everything. And I was like, I was just watching him the whole time, smiling. I was like, I don't give a fuck if this guy can sing. Look what he's doing. Like he's just going <laughs> ape shit. And. uh we talked with him after, and it was just seamless. He was instantly one of our best friends. Like, it was just like decided this is our guy. And then, since we couldn't hear him sing, like a couple days later, we sat him down in a room. Alone. Uh, alone. <laughs> it was just me, Jake, Tito, and we sat him down and we made him acoustically sing "Livewire" by Motley Crue. Off just... a phone, like we played, like his backing track was a phone, like it was a wow. cell phone. Yeah, and like we just we were just like we just want to hear you sing, and and he sang great, and so from that point on, we pretty much had the band. Amazing. We had the band, and then once we started writing together, it was like, dude, this. I mean, he's next level. He can play every instrument. He's got he's just written all of our lyrics. Yeah, he, and he's just got his ear, man. He's fucking badass. He's really easy to work with. Um, and when you see him on stage, I mean, he's up there like David Lee Roth, Axl Rose, like just losing his shit. Um, so ape shit. Yeah, so that's pretty much when. It was like from that point on, it was the four of us. We had our band, and then that's when we started really gigging and developing our sound, our image. Um, and then we started writing. And, and I remember when, when Jay auditioned, me and Matt were like, because we do it at my parents' house, and they like knocked down, we, we did it. At, yeah. So they knocked down this like wall. It's like two rooms, and we're like all side by side. Like the drums are on the right, then it's Matt, then it's me, then it's this guy. And we can't hear it. Me and Matt are looking at each other like, 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 do you hear this guy? Like, can you hear him? And Matt's like, no. But like, he's like, no. Look at him. Like, he was fucking shit faced too. It was I hilarious. I can hear him like a little bit because I was standing like right next to him. And I was like, well, he's not fucking up. <laughs> like, he's like, I mean, like, I couldn't like tell that like, he was like, if I ever heard Jay sing on any, any track ever, I'd be like, that's Jay. Well, yeah, he's very unique voice and he's got he's got a thick Spanish accent so it's like really really unique to his voice like um, you know a lot of singers sound a lot alike but he's um, he just 
he's just got this edge, man. Like, you know, you know, it's just- yeah. And one more thing, we're gonna take a break in a second, but um, dude, when when I was listening to the EP and everything like that, like those like laughs and everything that he does, yeah. too, so sick, yeah. so sick. It's the crazy thing is, and I meant to make this point earlier, but like, your story is just like really interesting. I kind of got into it, but um, dude, just like the originality of you guys, like. I've never, I mean, I've heard, like, that genre of music, but I've never really heard, like, your music, you know? Like, it, dude, it's sick. Yeah. It's so, it's really, really good, and it's really original. And, like, I mean, people can hear when something's original versus when it's kind of copied or whatever. Absolutely. And and, and it, it, it's it's really cool to hear a older genre of music kind of re-modernized in Absolutely. a way, you know? And it, it's really cool. And for anybody that hasn't listened to their EP or whatever, Go check it out and go follow them on Instagram and everything like that too. What's your Instagram plug in? Uh breedband.official, B-R-E-E-D, um, B-A-N-D dot official. Um, and we're on Facebook, um, YouTube. And then if you if you're looking for it on you know Spotify or whatever, you look up Breed twenty seven and it should come up. It should be the uh, be the EP. Alright, so we took a little break there. Um, to be completely honest with you guys, we actually had technical difficulties had this really good conversation, but we're going to get back onto it. Um, so I was explaining to them the concept of ahead of the count earlier. And I was telling them how ahead of the count, the whole concept is I just wanted to talk to people that are in the process of following their dreams at this young age. And, um, you know, I think these guys, are a really, really good example of what ahead of the count is. Even though it's not a sport, even though they're not an athlete, they're in a completely different route than really anyone that plays a sport or anything like that. So I just kind of want them to go into, you know, what it feels like to follow their dream and things like that. So oh, yeah. Hey, man, we're athletic. <laughs> in it a, used to be. In a musical way. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, first of all, I love the idea of the podcast, just, you know, following people that, you know, don't always get, you know, credit or whatever, you know, people overlook them because they're not the biggest fucking band in the world, or they're not, you know, the starting quarterback for the Patriots or whatever, you know, because it's a lot, you know, it's a lot more than, like, a lot of people see, you know, the success they see, but they don't see the grind, and, you know, so I I definitely think it's really cool what you're doing, you know, talking to people that... Thank you. That, that, that have a passion and shit but you know for me i mean you know success has never been judged by money it's never been judged by you know uh materialistic things you know it's like everyone nowadays it's like oh dude check my car check my wife check my you know house you know check how much check my bank account you know which, which is cool you know if you got it flaunted i guess but you know for me happiness is playing music you know it's you know i would i want to be a rock star man i want to sell out stadiums but i know regardless i'm going to be playing guitar the rest of my life and um you know that's my passion that's what i love to do and if i'm making two thousand dollars a year you know fuck it like at least i'm playing guitar at least i wake up every morning and i don't have to work that nine to five i don't have to you know work some shitty job to make ends meet you know i love playing guitar and you know we think we're do we're gonna be rock stars we know we're gonna be rock stars at some point but um you know it's it, it, it's more than that you know it's just you know success i think is judged by happiness rather than um money um not that money's not great, money's awesome, but, you know, I, I definitely, you know, I just want, I want to wake up every morning and not be like, oh man, it's Monday, I gotta go work this job just to make ends meet to get to the weekend, 
Um, but, you know, um, I definitely think that... Um, Jake made some barbecue. Some uh, pulled pork sandwiches. Fucking beautiful. Um, Just as beautiful as this conversation. Absolutely. So I mean, I mean, I, I definitely think one of the, uh, one of the main things that we've been learning from this whole situation is that it's, it's a lot more than being in a band. You know, it's, it's not just playing instruments and writing songs. We, we, we definitely wish it could be, but there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of business behind it. There's a lot of stuff that, that you don't think about going into it. You know, you think you're just gonna be playing guitar. Um, but I mean, I I remember one day, dude. I spent seven hours, fucking coming up with the with the cover for the EP, le- trying to learn how to use Photoshop and um, and you know you're constantly talking to promoters and uh, you know um, labels and people that are you know are interested in you and you got to set up your gigs and when when you're a small band like us, you know it, it's tough because you know you got to prove yourself and you got to do it by yourself. Like it's not like you don't get that much help when you're starting out. Once people start seeing that you draw a crowd and you bring money, then people start wanting to get involved. Um, and the people that want to get involved, like we've been, uh, we've had a couple of like, like pretty prominent people talk to us. Like we, we've talked to like the, uh, like the bass player for uh, Danzig. I don't know if you know who Danzig is. Yeah, Steve Zing. He's also in Sam Hain. Um, he's hit us up. He told us that we rocked. And kind of stand still for a little bit, you know. Probably go somewhere later, but they also have a bunch of they have a bunch of clubs in West Palm. Apparently, a bunch of them are closed, but uh, apparently, like we could start playing there and stuff. And then we've, like, there's there's a couple of like bigger connections that we've made, but you like, it's hard. It's 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 hard to like yeah. get them to like keep going. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. I mean, like. Like I was saying, you know, it's just it, it it's it's the grind. It's the stuff that that nobody sees that goes into all this stuff. Just like anything, just like being an athlete, just like, you know, being an entrepreneur. It's the same shit. It's the grind of, you start with nothing and you build something. And like, you know, I mean, breed, you know, we're trying to build a, a business in a way. It's it's very similar. You know, we we got an LLC and um, you know, we're starting to, you know, get bank accounts and um, you know, people are talking to us about signing this dude, you know, what, whatever it may be, you know, it's tough, man. And it's, it's, it's a grind and it's like selling yourself. You got to, pr- you constantly are proving yourself. Um, and, and it's awesome. And it's definitely, you know, we're learning a lot from it. Um, and I, it'll definitely help us down the road because, you know, there's a lot of bands that, you know, signed the first deal that they got given. And then that dude got all their money and they got 10% of, you know, all their sales. Um, so there's a lot of that goes, that goes into it and, you know, running, running, um, your band as a band, like, like individually, um, running it, not having some dude who's not in the band making financial decisions or, um, you know, having access to your bank accounts. It helps because you have full, full control for full creative control, full financial control. Um, but you know, like there's dude, there's just, there's a shit ton that goes into this that even I did, I wasn't expecting. Like I was like, dude, I'm going to play guitar. I'm going to be a rock star. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna be the coolest guy ever. But, but it, it, it's it's the the three percent, the one percent that gets to that level. Um, you know, it, it, it's rare to see it. But it, you know, if you work your ass off enough and you want it enough and you're good enough, then you know people start noticing you. And like Jake was saying, you know, we've had a decent amount of people contact us. Like, you know, we really like what you guys are doing. We want to work with you guys. You know, see where y'all go down the line. Um, 
but yeah, man, I mean, like I was saying before, you know, success to me is happiness and breed makes me happy. Making music with breed makes me happy. And we stand by everything we put out. Um, you know, I'm, so I'm very proud of this EP. Like, like I've been playing guitar about nine, nine years and this EP for me is just all that hard work, all those hours spent in your bedroom, like wrapped up into, into four songs, um, into 17 minutes. And like, it's, overwhelming to think about you know and, and to listen to it and to have people tell you that it's good and that they want to hear more you know like like that that's cool to me is you know like that's success to me you know i i don't make a million dollars you know I, I got my day job he's got his day job but the i mean the ultimate high is being on the stage people are screaming your name you know people are hitting you up you know about your ep like that to me to me on some level we're already successful you know we don't we don't make a shit ton of money. We're not complete rock stars, but you know we're definitely stepping in the right direction. And um, and you know I'm really really excited to you know keep moving forward. And you know one of the hard things is keeping forward momentum and keeping you know the progress going, um, because it's really easy to stall out. You release a record, you don't do much. You know people listen to the record, but um, you know it falls off after a bit. So keeping forward momentum, keep playing, keep grinding it out, keep releasing music, keep writing, keep. You know, we're, we're working on our merch store, which should be out pretty soon. We're working on getting some, like, production for our stage show, like fucking fog machines and banners and, you know, rad shit like that. Um, and we're working on writing for the album. So, you know, th th there's a lot of good shit coming. But, you know, for me, to some extent, you know, we're already pretty successful, man. I mean, people are digging our tunes and uh, we're fucking having a great time. And I wake up every morning, like, you know, I work my day job. I fucking hate going to work, you know. Everyone hates going to work, but it, it's it's a means to an end. It's like I'm doing this until I can quit my job and I can make all my money playing music. and And I do see that day coming eventually. You know, I, I think we're on we're we're on, we're on we're on the right track for sure. And you know, there's there's obviously talent, and we we write good tunes. And um, you know, but you know, back to the original thing, dude. Success is success is um, you know, it's been been put into the category of money and you know this is what i have versus what you have i'm way better than you but like to me it's just happiness man i wake up every morning i put my guitar on i play a couple chords and like that's that's my high you know like or being on stage you got even 50 people like let alone 5,000, but like 50 people screaming your name chanting your song singing you know singing your parts like that's fucking that's a high like you can't even describe man it's adrenaline rush and two days ago we went to a show called Subject, another shout out, and these random kids walked up to us and they were like, we'd never seen them before in our lives. They were like, oh, you guys are breed. Like, what's going on? And we were like, yeah, these motherfuckers recognize yeah, us. They recognize us. Cool. That was, like, cool. A, that was like one of the, like, it, it was, I mean, it hadn't happened before, you know, it was one of our first, like, surreal, like, oh shit, like, like, these guys know who we are. Like, we, I mean, like, it's not like, there's some super fan from fucking Wyoming or some shit, but either way, we had never seen them a day in our lives, and they know our songs, and they've mm -hmm. seen us, and they know our faces. You know, that's like that, that's success. That's, like, man. that's, that's success, cool. You know, that's and, cool. That's at least something. It's a start. It's a start. And yeah. I mean, what what you're doing with ahead of the count, man? I fucking I dig it because, you know, there's a lot of people that don't get recognition for the hard work. The people get recognition after the hard work. It's like yeah. now you're successful. Sweet. Now we pay attention. You know, but there's a lot that goes into it, man. And you know. You know, it's 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 cool that you actually take interest in that, and that you know the listeners take interest in that. That's it's awesome. And, you know, we we obviously appreciate the support. Like I said earlier, the the with um, like a lot 
lot of like a lot of people like put success with like going to school and going to college getting your job you know like older people you work the 9 to 5 you, yeah, you like raise people, your family you people, get your white picket fence house people say like go to school for 8 years you know get your medical degree become a doctor you'll be rich you can have fun after that but you're you're, you're 35 mm-hmm. you know like you're 35 you're gonna start having fun but everybody who's ever lived a life knows that there's not you can't do the same things. I mean, it's not like I'm saying, ooh, 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 old. You know, no, I'm saying, like, you, you just don't do the same things you did at 20 when you're 35. Like, I mean, that that is, like, exactly life. why I want to talk to you guys and I, I why I kind of started this podcast is because there's so many people out there that will, you know, wake up when they're 40 years old and they're like, I should have, I could have, I would have, you know, instead of just doing it. Yeah. And... And that to me is like a really, really scary thought. And hopefully for the people listening, that's a scary thought to them too. And that's exactly why I started this. That's exactly why I, you know, I, I came to you guys and I was like, Hey, I want to have a podcast with you guys because you were literally living your dream. You know, you dreamed of being a musical artist, you know, you're with your squad, you're with your boys and you're, you're just figuring it out. Yeah, dude, and that I shit mean, is amazing, stuff dude. Stuff like that is like what I said when people recognized us. Like what you just said right now, like that's crazy. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I've known you since fucking kindergarten, and you're sitting here like saying it, that shit. You know, like you that's fucking. And, and, and you know, it, it's awesome. And you know, it's like my my biggest fear my whole life has just been being that working stiff. You wake up and you're just working for the weekend, man, and not like any disrespect man whatever you got to do do what you got to do to get by but like you know my biggest fear is just waking up when i'm fucking 40 and being like man i could have i could have been a rock star dude i was a good guitar player you know and not taking that shot like you, you don't know if you don't try it doesn't matter what field it is you could be an artist you could be a musician you could be a baseball player you could be a fucking whatever the hell whatever. dude it doesn't matter like just whatever you're passionate about Go and do it, otherwise you're going to regret it later. You know, simple as that. And um, I, I love every day that I get to fucking play guitar. I love um, I love making music with these dudes. I love, I love with these dudes. Bro. Uh, yeah, it, it's awesome, man. We're having a fucking... A lifestyle. We're having a fucking great time, dude. We're having so much fucking fun. Like, like, like it's just cool, man. And we're young. We're fucking 20. It's like, it's just fucking, you know... Like, these are the, these are the days, like you said, when you're 40, you look back on it and you're like, you know what? I lived every one of those days exactly how I wanted to. And when I'm on my deathbed, I don't want to be counting what I could have done. I want to be like, look what you fucking did, you know? And that that's cool. And I'm sure you agree. I'm, I hope the listeners agree. It's just, it's, I'm very scared of living the average Joe life, you know? And it doesn't necessarily need to be international fame and success and money. But just knowing that I live my life, like, how I wanted to. And, like, I woke up every morning did some badass shit you know like that 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 to me is success and happiness and um you know i I think a lot of people get wrapped up into the social media thing and the you know this is the way it has to be or the the nine to five like you know you go to college you get your degree you do your nine to five not that not that there's anything wrong with that but you know i'm scared of that man I, i like i want i want to be something different something special and know that i did fucking at least the best i could to make it work and if we end up being international rock stars rad but if not i'm still gonna be in a bar in texas fucking playing guitar every night you know 
Like, it doesn't matter how much I'm making. That's what I'm doing. And I've had that set for myself. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be an accountant. It's just not going to happen. I went to uh, bring your child to work day or bring your kid to work day when I was, like, 12 with my mom. And she works for, like, timeshare companies, like, high up, you know, office building, all that bullshit. And I remember going there and literally hitting every single last entire second of it. And I was 12 years old, and I was already in, like, in like the wood shop and stuff, you know, I was already playing music. I, I, I just started getting like really good at bass, and I, I like looked at my mom after my first time ever going to bring a kid to work. Day. I was like, never bring me to this again. I never want to do this again. I never want to be here again. Like I never want to do anything like this. This is awful. Like why do you do this? <laughs> and from that day on, it was like, like you're playing music. Like you, that's that's what you're doing. Like, uh, doesn't matter, like, who I'm with, what I'm doing. Like, obviously, Breed's gonna take off, so that doesn't matter. But, <clears throat> like, if I I'd play under a Broadway stage, you know, like I'd play like, for an orchestra, I'd play for you're a metal gonna, band. I'd do a studio music. music. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's gonna happen. Like, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna play music. Like, there's 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 no other option. I can't like, in the most like obviously sounds cocky but in the most non-cocky way you can't be like you can't put that many hours in and like be as good as you are and then just one day just stop and just succumb you know like succumb to the norm succumb to like the idea of the world you know like don't like do what you want to do yeah. like go against the grain man do if you do some shit no one's ever shit. seen then you know people will help you out and one thing i've noticed man with a lot of bands, I, I remember hearing an interview with a Dave Grohl from Nirvana and the uh, Foo Fighters, one of my favorite musicians ever, and he, he said, you know, it's as simple as if you have good songs, people will listen. And so that's what we're trying to, if you have good songs, people will pay attention. If you put on a good show, people will pay attention. And, you know, maybe you're not fucking Michael Jackson, but like, just putting your heart and soul into something and putting it out and getting a good reaction, dude, that's good enough for me, man. And like, I want to be famous, dude. I want, I want to be the next fucking guitar hero. But all I know right now is that I'm going to give it a hundred percent. And regardless, I'm playing guitar until the day I die and I'm not working some fucking desk job. Not that I, there's, not that there's anything wrong with that, you know? And there's a lot of people that are happy doing that, you know, and shit works for some people, but for me, it's just about living every fucking day like it's your last. You know, it's a it's a stereotypical comment, but you gotta live every day like it's your last because you, you just you, you don't you get one life, man. Go fucking live it. Go li live it at, up to like your standards, man. And, and that could mean anything. You know, it's not just about partying. It's not just about getting fucked up. It's not about you know. It's just about waking up every morning happy with who you are and you know just knowing that you're on at least somewhat of a right path for yourself and you I'd know. be I'd be totally happy being like Santa Cruz, like being like Juice Stalin, you know, yeah. being like the middle of the road, you like, make your money. Like those are bands that I bet anyone listening to this would know. You know, and I know them. One dude's from Maryland, one band's from Finland. Yeah. You know, like like we know who they are. Like, They're successful. Know, They're not international rock stars, not but international fuck they make rock all their stars. money touring. All their money touring, they got the nice cars, they got I'd all that kill shit. To, I'd kill to see him. Yeah. You know, you know th then there's well, bands actually, like that. Like, Joseph Stalin, he was here in a fucking minivan. I saw this guy. Dude lives in a in fucking a minivan. <laughs> he, I think he has a house, but it's in Maryland. When they're on tour, they, they go in a fucking minivan. Like, that, like, 
I would be so okay with that. Yeah. Like, so beyond okay. Dude, like, touring I'm traveling all around the country. Yeah. I'm playing music. Yeah. I'm playing my songs that I like. Well, dude, I mean, that's like, it. That'd be absolutely That's insane. the other that's, thing. Like, that's, how, that's how you're happy. That's how our you're entire happy goal is just, I mean, not our entire goal is international <laughs> success. But, like, right now it's, like, dude, I want to go on tour, man. Just the thought of for one year, for nine months, whatever, you go out and you play your music every night and you fucking... Um, you party, you have a good time. You're, you're, you know, you're driving from city to city. You're seeing the world with your best friends. You're literally and with your best friends yeah, all the time. That, all that time. to me it's is like, life, man. Just not, not waking up and being like, fuck, man, I gotta go to work. Fuck, you know. But and and you know that's why you know I really appreciate what you're doing, man. It's it's cool. It's cool that you're taking interest in these cool. people, man. I remember when we when we, we first saw, we were like, yeah. Mitchell's got a fucking podcast, dude. <laughs> Rad, dude. <laughs> Did you guys know I was gonna hit you up? Once no. you followed us, I was like, dude, we're, get, we're getting on this us, thing, it dude. Was, it was like, I'm pretty sure I hit you up though. Like, yo, you should, you should put us on this shit, bro. Uh, dude, local it, people got to help local people. Yeah. That's the only way to do it, man. It's the only way. You got to kind of start a scene with. It's everyone. It's not just bands. It's not just athletes. Just it's having just who you talk to. Having yeah. having people to promote your shit. It's mm-hmm. half the battle, Doug. Yeah, one hundred percent. And when I started this like podcast, I knew I was gonna be talking to you guys immediately. And I knew that I wanted I wanted you guys to be like one of the first ones because just seeing you guys do what you do, you know, and just following your dream that shit is so inspiring. And a lot of people don't get it and a lot of people won't get it. Yep. But for the people that are looking for that motivation to do it, the people that are looking into the people that are trying to come up, not just on like a degree or anything mm-hmm. like that, but just just like on their on their own thoughts, yeah. no bias whatsoever. They're coming and they're trying to just follow that dream of theirs, yeah. you know. Dream I mean, you have when you're 11 years old, sitting in your room. I mean, yeah, I was eight when I picked up my first guitar, and my dad was teaching me how. Yeah, yeah. Your like, life changes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. And in playing baseball, I've saw I've seen the guys where that was like their dream. Yeah. Playing baseball, it might have been one of my dreams, but I didn't think it was going to be the end all be all for me, to be honest with you. Right. And when I, dude, when I saw like podcasting and stuff, I mean, it's consumed my mind for yeah. a very, very long time. And. Ever, ever since I like even thought of the idea. Ever since like I just wanted to start podcasting, I've realized that like if that's my dream, I want to talk to people who are following their yeah. dream and whatever subject it is. Because I just want to learn. Like I just want to learn and from you guys. A, you know, it's such and, a cool idea that you can you can make a living shooting the shit with people. You know, just having interesting conversations shit. with interesting people, man. And, yeah. And, I mean, we, we fully support you. We'll promote the fuck out of this. We appreciate like, it. Dude, I, I'm, I love what you're doing, man. Seriously. Thank you. From a young dude deciding to get into podcasting, I mean, you can make a living doing that, man. Yeah. How, how it brings people together. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely. The last time we saw you was in a parking garage. fighting, man. It's just, but like, like I mean, uh, podcasting and, you know, like, we're sitting here at this yeah it, it's I'm the like, same concept like mm-hmm. it's the same concept as being in a band you know it's it's fucking it's something people aren't doing that much but like yeah. you're passionate about it we can see your passion you know and you're reaching out to these people you're grinding you're working on the social media you're working mm-hmm. on 
the the you want it, yeah. dude, and that could be fucking rad, man. Like, like it, it'd be sick. You never know, dude. The way I see it, it's the same with music. The right person hears it, you know. Eventually, something will happen. And mm-hmm. and, and we, dude, we we love we do we appreciate being on this, man. It's it's it's, it's, it's a mutual. It's a win win. Yeah, one hundred percent. Totally, fine. absolutely. Yeah, I I really appreciate you guys being on here and everything like that. But you know, just like. For somebody to be able to just learn from you is just awesome. I hope and I hope people take and some of like this. Honor, said. Like it's like honoring to like. It's cool, man. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. So, what's the next step from here? You have the uh, you have the gig coming up. Yeah, yeah, we got a show on. Are you guys like? Do you guys have like a manager or anything like that? Yeah. So when does that come in? Our managers, we're like complete 25, 25, 25. Yeah. 25. So, so we have. We what does that mean? Twenty five percent, like everybody has equal ownership, and like we are all we are all owners of the LLC. We all have rights to like all of our songs, but we do everything ourselves. I mean, we have like our like people that book us, and then we have like our producers and stuff. But like it's it's really all us. Like we find our gigs, and it's all through like connections and like who we talk to, and like finding different bands, and like it's just it it, it all comes down to who you know, but. We, we do it all through ourselves like like we find the people and then or they find us you know but it's like who we talk to like no one runs where we go what we do I mean it'd be cool I mean sometimes that that helps a lot fuck dude I don't want to make know, another fucking EP cover on Photoshop I don't want someone else to do that but um I mean I, as far as next steps are concerned it's just promoting this EP getting people to listen to this EP um, it's not just like it's over like, yeah, I just released it. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 dude. Our, our next steps are just simply growing the band, man. Just playing as anywhere and everywhere, um, and promoting the EP. We're we're writing for the album. Um, it'll probably be a twelve song album. Just takes you know to make sure every song is perfect. It takes a bit. So we're we're working on the album, working on booking more shows. We want to start playing around Orlando more. Kind of break into the downtown market, maybe. Start playing Jacksonville, start playing Tampa, start playing, you know, just Tallahassee. Tallahassee, dude, exactly. Like just start 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 moving around and just I mean, the next steps are just growing it, man. Like growing this thing. We planted the seed, now we gotta you know, water that fucking thing, you know. Yeah, shit. So put some fertilizer on it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, the, I mean the next steps are growing it and doing stuff like this, interviews, um, shows fucking you know using trying to learn how to use social media to our fucking advantage um music videos mu- music videos photo shoots you know just all, all the all the kind of shit that you need uh you're, we're gonna in everyone's face yeah like, throw um, yeah exactly everyone just knows like like it's cool too when you look breed up on instagram like if you put in b-r-e like breed comes up yeah that's sick like, but like yeah <laughs> that's like, really the, sick the next steps are Fucking becoming rock stars, man. I don't know. That's yeah. as simple as that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, like you said, dude. For me, ahead of the count. Great fucking podcast name, by the way. Thank you. It's got a cool meaning. It's for me, cool too. for Thank me, you. it's as I'm sure you. Shout would, out my cousin. Oh yeah. Shout out cousin. He knows Photoshop and stuff like cousin that. Cousin Stockwell, good job. <laughs> Mike Stockwell. Mike Stockwell. Mikey Quick Stock. shout out to Mikey Stock. All right. <laughs> so I mean, so for me, dude, ahead of the count. It means going against the grain, doing your own fucking thing, not listening to the, the rules, quote unquote, you know, not listening to Uncle Sam, 
just fucking, you go out there, you do whatever the literal fuck you want to do. And you don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And just li- live in your life like it's the last day on earth. And, um, you know, doing something that people, that you can be proud of and that people will, you know, take interest in and doing something that's just different, man. I, I think Ahead of the Count, it's a great, it's, it's a great, great fucking name. It's, you know, it's a good concept you know each art each artist or each athlete or whatever who you talk to you know it's the grind it's the you know doing something that isn't the structured um this is the way it's done going against, like I, like i said going against the grain and you know to me it just means being happy and whatever that means to you you know if if that means your desk job if that means your nine to five fucking awesome if you're happy every day that's what ahead of the count means to me. You're ahead of everybody if you wake up every morning happy. And uh, and we're fucking proud of shit of what we've done so far. There's a lot more to come. I mean, this is only the beginning. We're going to keep grinding every day. You know, we're going to keep releasing music. We're going to keep playing shows. Um, and we're going to keep trying to stay ahead of the count. <laughs> hell, hell yeah. I like how, I like how, like, I like the meaning of it. Like, I was telling this, uh, this, uh, this girl, Kenzie, I was telling her that, like what the premise was and like what it is like following dreams and you know like finding people who follow dreams and like learning from that's right I've listened to it hell yeah (laughs) and it's every like the reaction was like holy shit like that's cool like you want to know like like you want to see what people are doing like the work that goes into success yeah it's, it's it's just it's not easy and it'll never be easy. You don't just like step into some shit and you just be there. Like you're famous. Ooh. Like, I mean, there's obviously those. Any, any band will tell you, dude, it's sleeping it's, on floors. It's fucking. It's work, dude. Like it's we have, making we have, $80 a show just to fucking buy dinner, bro. It's, we it's hard work, ourselves. but it, it, that's what comes out in the music, man. It's, it's that, that grind is like, like when you listen to Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction, that's a dirty rock and roll band on the verge of breaking it. Fucking, you know, and and you know that that's what music is to me is it's emotion it's a reflection of what you're feeling at the time you know, I'll write a certain riff if I'm sad the song's gonna be sad if I'm happy the song's gonna be happy and fast um, but you know I, I love the grind I'm I don't want to be a rock star right now I want to work my way up there I want to earn it just like every other like every fucking buddy has to do because if you're gonna be great it takes a lot of work to get there man and, and you know it's you know success isn't something that just happens so. Um, I literally we, put holes in my fingers. Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. it's. You, I'm on my phone, but I have literally had like dime-sized holes like in my fingers from like blisters and stuff from just playing all yeah. day, trying to figure this shit out. It goes on. And eventually, like it's work. It is work. It takes like Matt said earlier. It is ten thousand hours. It takes ten thousand hours to be a professional. You put in the work. Doesn't matter how you do it. Put in the time. It doesn't have to be just sitting there playing bass for nine hours a day like you were learning theory learning how stuff is structured even just listening to music and just trying to figure stuff out like or with whatever you do you know and it just like everybody just needs to know that the shit can happen you just have to work for it it never comes easy you know if you want something if you do it you will get it if you you want if you you want want something bad enough if you want something bad enough it'll happen if you put your mind to it and you be the best at whatever the fuck you want to do, 
one day it'll happen. Simple yeah. as that. Anybody will tell you that, man. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually have like a lot of, or not a lot, a couple of my roommates, a couple of my buddies at yeah. Florida State, grew up with them or whatever. Um, they're kind of in the beginning stage. Actually, one of the kids was in my last episode. His name's Court Rodig. He's oh. a Georgia Tech pitcher. Okay. Throws like 97 miles an hour. Um, Can I hit that? Potentially could be getting drafted this <laughs> season. So... So, he, like, these guys are, like, beginning to yeah. start playing guitar. Oh, no right? shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, they just wanted to do it as a hobby. Yeah, just something fun. A couple, a couple other ones, you know, you know who you are. Shout out. You Hit know. me up for lessons. Yeah. So, give play them, what is guitar. what is the best advice you could give a beginning guitar player Oof. from a perspective of, like, you've been there, you know? Do like, not stop doing it. Everyone stops doing it. Um, I would say, I mean, for me, it was learn one song if you learn one song and you play that song a million times you will be so happy with yourself and it's an accomplishment it's just like baseball it's when you it's the feeling of doing something that you couldn't do before um so my my best advice to a to a young guitar player just starting is first off don't learn fucking hot cross buns learn what you want to play if you're into if you're into metallica and guns N' roses learn metallica and guns N' roses tunes if you're into fucking Justin Bieber learn Justin Bieber songs on guitar it doesn't matter play what you want to play make yourself happy and just don't give up if you put 30 minutes in each day eventually you will see progress and and when you do and when you can play that song man there's no better feeling than that so my, my best advice is just play what you want to play keep doing it if you're if you got nothing to do pick it up for 30 minutes you know and just just jam on it you know it and and it's not going to be great you don't even know, man. I, I put this record out. I've been playing nine years, but I played a lot of shitty fucking guitar in my day. Imagining my parents going to like my sixth grade orchestra performance and like making their ears bleed. Like, yeah, like, it's not going to be great. Well, like, it's not always going to be great, and you got to be ready for that. But my best advice is just play what you want to play, keep going, and love it, man. If you got a passion for anything, just fucking do it. And so. Consistency is key. Consistency is key. It's just it's like working out. It's like anything else. You do it every day. Eventually, you'll, you'll see results. And learn so, those yeah. songs. But make mm-hmm. sure the like, biggest key don't is don't just to, be the riff kid. Mm-hmm. You, you got to make sure you're playing what you want to play. That's what's going to keep you going. Because some dude's going to teach you how to play hot cross buns, and you're going to be like, man, fuck this. But when, when I started playing guitar, I got this great guitar teacher. Um, he, he, Mike. Mike Mike Guzardo, my fucking mentor. I love that dude. I talk to him every day still. Um, I, I had guitar lessons with him for about four years, and he only taught me songs I wanted to play. So we like, I, the first song I ever learned was "Good Riddance" by Green Day. Just a G chord to a C to a D. It's fucking simple as it comes. But, but when I learned that thing, dude, I played it for eight hours a day. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And so, so it's it's that man. Just you know, if if you're just starting out, keep going. Learn what you want to do. Once you learn one song, you'll want to learn another. Simple. The true thing is like to really just not stop. Like, that's the problem with people. People will learn, like, like, I can play a song on, like, nine instruments, but I play bass. You know what I mean? So, like, if I, sure, I would have just 
kept playing banjo. Like I'm sure I would have been good, but I didn't. I can sure I can do something. Dude, it's like, like working out. Keep, you work out yeah. for two weeks, you only get so much progress. You work out for four months. You'll be like, yo, check this out. I'm a little smaller, but or would you rather be like, yo, check this out? Consistency ripped. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, simply, if you're playing guitar right now and you just started, fucking keep going. Eventually, you'll be shredding. I promise. Yeah. Like if you just sim- like the 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 one like key thing is if you just don't stop doing it. If you pick it up once a week, you're going to see some shit. If you pick it up twice a week, you're going to see more shit. The way I see it, bro. Just keep doing it. You won't, like, that's the only way to get good. You can't play the guitar, like, three times Mm -hmm. and just be a master, you know? Like, you have to stay consistent. You don't have to, like, immediately go into, like, shredding licks. Through the fire and the flames. You don't have to know all 12 scales, like, off rip. Like, just play some songs. Simple as this, bro. If, If I can do it, you can do it. Yeah, simple. It's facts. I was playing 100%. fucking football. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're running I, out of beer. We I, need more beer. I ASAP. tried. More I tried beer music, right tech, and sound. We both were in that class. I tried it. I got a B. I don't even I got, like it, dude. I, I'm in a band. See, and I got, fucking hate it. I like using GarageBand Logic. It's cool, bro. But in I've. That class. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I use GarageBand to edit these podcasts. Yeah, so, no, I, but I, I just ego death in that class. Oh, I bet. In him, <laughs> yeah, like it happened. Like um, but we're gonna wrap this up yeah, here really yeah, fast. But absolutely. number one, to all the listeners out there, to all you Adobe Photoshop guys, to all you uh, merchandise people, to you know anybody that has those abilities, hit these guys up. They, support us. We they need help. Need your help. Official yeah. on Instagram. We shouted them out once. I'll continue to shout you guys out throughout the week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, these guys need help, and I'm telling you, they they will remember you from the beginning. I mean, I've known them a very long time, and long time. Really good guys. Absolutely. And uh, thank you, bro. Thank you so much. Yeah. Last, last thing. Breedband.official on Instagram, 27 out now on all platforms, Spotify, Every Apple platform. Music, YouTube, whatever you use, you look up Breed27, check us out. Uh, Mitchell, fucking thank you for having us on, man. It was a yeah. pleasure. Thanks for thanks for sitting down. And, uh, over, bro. Thanks for chilling yeah, out. Yeah. Appreciate it. Check out Breed. Check out Most Breed. definitely. I'll uh, put everything, you know, in the link and everything like that. Huh? Absolutely. This is, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go watch them practice. Mitchell's coming right to practice. Now. Probably going <laughs> to, yeah. <laughs> Hey, thanks again. Cheers, this was boys. episode four. Follow uh, the Instagram <laughs> and everything like Cheers. that. Cheers. Hey, have a good night. Thanks, Mitchell. Yeah.